This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business, and yes, put it into practice and execute it to perfection. And even though we don't have Miss our own Mr. Perfect with us today, Rich Jekyll, we still have an award-winning, and I do mean literally award-winning, volunteer from SCORE, and that is Lucy Polito. Lucy, how are you doing today? I am terrific, Chris. How about you? Are you staying well? Yeah, yep. Uh, we're getting through this heat wave, but uh, other than that, yeah, yes. everything is great. Uh, except the the, the award winning Rich Jekyll isn't with us, so we hope he'll be back next week. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but this show, of course, is all about score and what they're up to and what they have to offer for you, ladies and gentlemen. And they haven't missed a beat. You guys have been just ever since uh, this pandemic stuff started and everything else going on you guys have been right at it haven't you haven't you lucy yes we have and we have been busy as always and maybe even more so now uh because of the various things that we're helping uh, the city orange county helping them and you know this whole uh period of time has been really really busy for most of us and of course, SCORE is a nonprofit organization that is normally located, and they still are based at the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, which is a public a public private partnership involving Orange County. And of course, they've been doing everything they can with uh, federal monies and monies that they had to keep people going through this sort of thing, including businesses, right? Correct, and that's one of the reasons why we have been so busy. And you know what? I really miss going to the office because I really like to see the people themselves when they come to visit or come to ask a question. Uh, this uh, automation stuff is just not for me when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, and but we're you know we're here to help, and we'll we'll help any way we can. And of course, you can still consult with mentors, great volunteers like Lucy, and they still have sixty or so here in Orlando, and over yes. seventeen thousand nationwide, isn't it now? Yes, and we are all working. All seventeen thousand of us, we're still working nationwide, and you know we're doing it through the phone, and of course now through the internet. And, uh, of course, we are offering, well, you, I'll let you talk all about that. Chris. Okay. That is a, a situation where SCORE does offer mentorships, and, of course, they can still now do it remotely. And it costs, how much does it cost? At the, what's oh, the remote charge? That's, you know, that's the real problem. In this day and age, you know, we charge nothing. It's free. <laughs> it is. The big F word, as Rich likes to say, absolutely free. These these volunteers, like Rich, like Lucy and others, some of whom you've heard, heard on the show here, but with 17,000, I mean, they these folks have experience uh, out the kazoo because they come from all different walks of life, and uh, they've seen pretty much pretty pretty much seen it all, especially now, and they have all of that experience and advice to offer to you at no charge to you. All you have to do is ask for it. And you can call SCORE at 407 
420-4844. That's for the local score office, 407-420-4844. And you'll get instructions from there as to how you can hook up with a volunteer like Lucy. You can also go to orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And sign up, by the way, please, for the excellent newsletter there. And you'll get all kinds of alerts on the things that SCORE is involved in and doing. And normally these these functions would be carried on at the National Entrepreneur Center, which has state-of-the-art classrooms and other facilities. But for the meantime, it will be done remotely, virtually. And you're still doing constantly new webinars each week, right, Lucy? We are doing a lot of webinars, uh, more, I think, than we've ever done before. And uh, in all types of businesses, all types of guests, it's been very, very good, very successful. And, of course, we still do our seminars. And and, the, and th- these things, once again, you can go to Orlando.score.org to find out what's coming up and sign up for these things. And if you happen to miss it live, they are now archiving them along with these radio shows and again, a whole lot of other stuff at the website, Orlando.score.org. And by now, you're starting to build up quite a library of these webinars. Yes, we are. And uh, as I mentioned before, we are having our usual classes and the great thing about this is we have a wonderful uh, sponsor uh, for this. And so we are able to do this between now, all of June, July, August, and September. Our classes will be free, thanks to Wells Fargo, who has been able to provide us a very nice, uh, small grant. But with that, we can continue to give these classes at no cost to anyone. So. Really, if you've ever had a thought about starting a business, now is the time. If you have a business and you have a problem, take a look at our classes and see which one would be appropriate for your current problem and make sure you take it because it's free. I mean, normally they're very economical, but now free is much better. (laughs) <laughs> always is, especially for the amount of education and uh, material that you're going to get from this useful stuff. And once again, you can go to Orlando.score.org to sign up for these things. And don't forget Score's Facebook page, Score Orlando on Facebook. Rich be upset if you do. But Score Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org is where you sign up for these great webinars. And that brings us to today's guest because she presented one of these, I guess, just a few weeks ago. She was the coffee with a leader host or speaker, I should say. And so I'd like to welcome to the show today, Shannon Munez. Shannon, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Chris. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to talking to everyone. Now, I understand that you are president of sales at Strategic Sales Management Group. And by the way, the the website is strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com if you'd like to go visit while we're visiting with her. But the way we do things around here is we like to start out finding out something about our guests themselves, aside from what their, their profession or business is. So tell us a little bit about yourself. For instance, are you from around uh, or the Orlando area? I'm actually a native. In fact, I'm a second generation native to Orlando. My mother was born here and I was born here. And so um, I have a real affinity for this area, this community. And while I've lived in other locations, when I went to college at Florida State, I'm a big Seminole fan. And I lived in California for a couple of years. I came back here and raised my family here. I have three children and a great husband. And 
Um, I've been really involved in the community, um, as, even though I was working hard, you know, in sales as a sales leader. What did you study at FSU? I studied um, public relations. So I, when I left um, college, I began work. I actually did an internship for what is now Visit Orlando and worked in public relations for about six months. And then um, they asked me to move into sales. And I spent 10 years there working in convention sales before I moved into technology. And I've been selling technology or working in technology up until I began my consulting career. Okay, so initially you were in the corporate world, so to speak. You were working for other people. Is that correct? Correct. For about the past, well, for many years, we won't say how many. Um, I've I worked in sales mostly for technology companies, and then for about the past ten years, I worked as a sales leader, where I was um, senior vice president of sales, managing sales teams across the country and in Europe, and um, working very hard you know, with, um, with those individuals, I having people in Europe and in California, my day started very early and ended very late and often spent time working on the weekends. So, um, I, I loved it though. Sales is in my blood. It's a real passion for me. And I enjoy being able to help companies, especially startups or smaller companies in the, you know, maybe just doing a couple million dollars a year, um, really achieve their potential by aligning their sales um, organizations, making sure they have the right processes in place, making sure they have good CRM systems and that their salespeople's quotas match their um, forecast for that year. And then um, I can help them manage those sales teams to make sure that they're achieving their goals. So how did you wind up at Strategic Sales Management? And is this your own company? You're the president of sales? Correct. I own the company. And um, after working for sales for many years, I um, realized that I was getting a lot of requests to help people that I'd worked with over the years in different areas. And so um, I became a consultant and I work with all different types of industries using a proven sales process from sales acceleration that has been uh, proven and tested with thousands of companies. And a lot of people think that, you know, when it comes to sales, you need somebody that has specific industry knowledge, especially when they're hiring salespeople, but that's actually not true at all. Um, You need people that know how to sell. And if you can hire and find, find and hire people that know how to sell, it's easy for you to teach them your product and then have them go sell it much easier than trying to teach somebody how to sell that doesn't have a track record of that. It's sort of an innate quality that um, either you're a hunter and you enjoy getting out there and, and finding deals or um, no, that's not for you. Okay. What made you, it sounded like you were doing pretty good working, you know, for corporations and doing all this other stuff. Why did you decide to strike out on your own? Because you must've known that your workload probably wouldn't change a whole lot. In other words, still sun up to sun down, right? Well, actually, the, um, when I was working for corporations, um, technology companies typically um, run really, really fast and try to, you know, surpass their goals and in most cases, sell the company as quickly as possible. And so I was working round the clock on the weekends and with three kids and a husband, it was very hard for me to have good balance in my home life. And, and unfortunately, about a year and a half ago, my husband had a heart condition and it was a rare car heart condition. And um, okay. I realized I needed to uh, to have a little more balance. So I made the decision to step away from the corporate world 
and was fortunate enough that I had a lot of good connections that reached out to me and said, Hey, can you help us with the project? Can you run the team while we have an interim, you know, be an interim person for us? And I, so I began strategic sales management and okay. All right. Okay. So you actually lightened your workload by going into business for yourself. Usually it's the other way around, but right now we have to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Shannon Nunez. And she once again is president of strategic sales management group.com. That's the website that's strategic sales management group. And please stick around for more of what's the score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here along with Lucy Polito. Our guest today, Shannon Nunez. And once again, she has now got her own business, and it's called Strategic Sales Management Group. You can visit her at strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And Shannon, you were telling us how you had, you know, basically stepped away from a huge workload working for other people, now working for yourself, you're, you're better able to manage your time. And that must seem to, to be a huge you know step for you. And yet you were able, to, because you have such a great reputation, to get clients early in the business. So it made your job of selling your new business a little bit easier, did it not? Well, I'm always looking to gain new clients, but I'm fortunate. Um, the way that a fractional vice president of sales works is basically... Um, companies can hire me for a day a week to work as their vice president of sales. So it's ideal for um, owners of companies, entrepreneurs that maybe were the first sales person in their company. They probably started the company and sold it themselves. And then maybe they built up and even have a couple of salespeople now and realize that to grow the company, they need to step away and focus on being a CEO and really growing the organization. And in order to do that, they need help with sales, but they may not be able to afford a full-time vice president of sales or someone with the experience that would be able to take their company to the, um, to achieve their goals and, and really re- uh, achieve their potential. So a fractional VP of sales comes in and, and will take over those responsibilities, working one day a week with their sales team, maybe meeting with each person individually, as well as holding a sales meeting and um, sitting on the executive leadership of that team. And um, it allows the CEO to go do CEO things and help grow the company while sales, they can feel comfortable that sales is being well-managed and growing and they're seeing additional revenue come in without having to be involved with it on a daily basis. Shannon, you, you were, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, you were uh, the presenter at a coffee with a leader presentation recently. What was it about? Was it about sales in general or was it about something more specific as to what's going on right now? It was actually specific to the situation we're in right now with COVID and the quarantine. Um, a lot of companies and, and CEOs in particular have had concerns about how to maintain their business and even you know, hopefully help their business recover if they've had setbacks during this time um, once we come out of this situation. And now that we all know we aren't really sure when that's going to be, um, there are a lot of things that need to be taken into consideration with your business. Um, if you're going to um, continue, for example, to sell to people in the past, you perhaps you've sold face to face. Now we realize that's really not an option anymore. You might be selling on Zoom for, you know, going forward, that may be your new normal. 
Um, and while your sales reps may want to be out in face-to-face meeting their clients, you know, in person and having coffee and having lunch, I know I miss that a lot, but the reality is while the sales rep wants that, the prospect or customer may not really be comfortable with the sales rep coming in and and meeting them face-to-face. So we really have to adjust to working on Zoom or working on Teams, um, whichever, you know, product you're using to get in front of your customers and stay close, maintain that relationship, but um, without actually being in person. So. Okay. Lucy has a question. Okay. I think this is obviously a very appropriate time to be in this type of concept that you're following. But I wonder, um, are you finding that the owners of the businesses can really let go of the business, let's say for the most important part, initially anyway, to start promoting and selling whatever their product is? Is it easy for the owners to let go of that at this time, especially? Well, it's important that, you know, the owner needs to have trust that the person that they're working with on the sales side has the experience and the knowledge to comfortably take over their sales team and help grow their sales team. Um, I use a proven process that is um, used by thousands of companies across the country, and it works very well in small companies, mostly small to medium-sized companies. I don't work much with large companies, but um, it's it can give the owner the comfort that this is a proven process. And I work with the owner to make sure that they understand how it's being applied in their company. And um, typically I'll meet with them on a regular basis as well as sit in on any executive meetings that they have with their leadership team. I become part of the leadership team. So um, they have to, yes, they definitely can feel comfortable that um, they don't need to worry about sales. I have, I have a strong track record and, Anytime you're bringing in a consultant, you want to look at their past, make sure that they have had a good track record, um, typically in the corporate world, um, doing whatever you're hiring them for. And they'll be able to bring that experience and those skills to your business. Working, um, Hiring a fractional person to come in is a really great way for a small business to get knowledge and experience of um, a person that may cost a lot more money in a full-time position on a part-time basis. I have to be honest with you. This is the first time I hear about that concept. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it's, it's a new concept to me anyway. I don't know how long that idea has been out. How, lo- how long has this been going on that I don't know anything about? <laughs> well, I'm actually affiliated with a company called Sales Acceleration, and they've been around since 2009. So at least 11 or 12 years. Um, I do work here in the community community with other fractional professionals. There are several companies that provide fractional CFOs. So if a company needs the financial experience of a CFO, but can't afford to hire one on a full-time basis, a fractional CFO is a great solution. They can yeah, just- well, That one I kind of know about, but the sales part, no, yes. that's the new one. Yeah, we also have some fractional chief chief marketing officers out there as well. So if you need marketing assistance, you can find fractional marketing services. So it's a growing concept. Our Our guest is Shannon Munoz. And once again, she is president of Strategic Sales Management. I'm sorry, Strategic Sales Management Group. And the website is strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And... Shannon, you were talking about how this is much different than it was before, and how difficult do you think it will be 
when things do sort of turn back to normal to adapt to that because it will be will we be so far down this road there will be no turning back or or have are are people even contemplating that yet well it it's a great unknown i think we all know that but um you're definitely going to see a lot of companies continue to keep employees remote um it's a concept that in sales has been around for decades uh remote sales reps working across the country or across the world literally and sales leaders managing them very successfully. Well, now the rest of of the company has had the opportunity because everybody's had to go work from home. And it allows companies to take a hard look at the cost savings that are associated with people working remotely. So it makes sense for some of the people in the organization to continue working remotely and it can mean a tremendous cost savings to the company. So I think you're going to continue to see the use of Zoom um, hopefully not for a hundred percent of you know the, the dealings that you have with other business people that hopefully you'll be able to meet people comfortably face to face, but we don't know when that's going to happen and it definitely won't come back to the hundred percent point that it was before. Okay. And this is uh, these are some of the topics that you talked about at the with the coffee series. Is that correct? Yes, what definitely. What kind of feedback did you get, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, a lot of questions around um, um, working remotely, managing people remotely. And um, it, it's overall, it was a well-received conversation. I think that um, a lot of the things that people are learning about are the systems that are available, the, the software solutions that allow people to work effectively from home, but also allow management to be able to ensure that people are getting their jobs done remotely. Um, there's still, I know there's, I'll now and then see a joke about, oh, is that person really working or are they, you know, out, out in their pool or something? And the reality is there's some software solutions that you can put in place that easily allow you to monitor an employee's production. So sales has had this for many decades, as I said, but now the rest of the, the companies are having the opportunity to say, okay, you know, give me some insight into what this employee's doing. What time are they signing on? What time are they signing off? You know, how many emails are they sending a day? So um, it's pretty easy to track if an employee is continuing to work. And that's the most important thing. As long as your employee is still productive, um, then it's a strong consideration for you to maybe keep that employee working from home and save some money there. That was really a main topic and um, a lot of questions around that when we did the, the coffee with a leader. Okay. And once again, you can find out about what's coming up next with the coffee with a leader series and all the other webinars that, uh, that score is putting together by going to the website, orlando.score.org. That's Orlando. Dot score.org. Please do sign up for the newsletter there. It's an excellent newsletter. We'll alert you as to what's coming up, so you, you will get those uh, automatically. And please also go to Score Orlando on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And like us there. Rich B gets really upset if uh, you folks don't do that. And, uh, and as far as Shannon, Shannon goes, go to her website at strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. You just spell it all out, strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And if you'd like to set up an appointment, they can do it via your website, can they not? 
Absolutely. Um, or they can visit the website at salesacceleration.com, which will give them some insight into how sales leaders, fractional vice presidents of sales can work and benefit um, their company. Okay. So that's salesacceleration.com. Okay. Correct. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, come back on the other side and talk more with Shannon about sales in the new world, you might say, and a whole lot more. And please, as I said, sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with a whole lot more of What's the Score? We're back, and we are What's the Score? And by we, I mean Lucy Polito, volunteer at SCORE, myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Shannon Munez of Strategic Sales Management Group. That's strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And we're talking about the the new situation uh, with virus concerns and people working remotely from home and things. So, first of all, uh, did you get any questions or has the issue of security come up? Because when you're doing sales, I mean, obviously, you want some level of confidentiality. You know what I'm trying to say here? Confidentiality. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Lucy. (laughs) Shannon? Um, Yes. So, security around um, meeting with people to sell or around the product? Well, the fact that you're doing things remotely and online, uh, in other words, should people be worried about the level of cybersecurity they have on their home unit, uh, that type? Because, you know, people are out there hacking things all the time. Zoom had their own problems, you know, with people jumping into conversations and things like that. Uh, You don't want, you know, you know, corporate espionage to interfere with what you're doing. Right. Yes, that you're absolutely correct. Um, and Zoom did have issues when this started. I, I think that they weren't prepared, really, as none of us were, for the amount of use that their system was going to receive. And as a result, you know, people quickly find loopholes. And um, you're right, they did have some issues. And I know they did some releases to upgrade the security in the Zoom um, software. And I, they even did a, a new version release about two weeks ago. So um, I have not heard of any security issues that they've had since the end of March. And people should feel very secure um, as far as even sharing documents over Zoom. Um, if you're doing a presentation or even pricing, it's um, it's it's encrypted now and it's a very secure solution to use. Okay. Now, you said that you you need people who know how to sell, I believe is how you phrased it. Uh, is that know-how now somehow different? Because a lot of sales is about, you know, connecting on a personal level with your client. And that's got to be a different chore, you might say, virtually rather than personally. You're right. And I don't think that it's um, different as far as the skill set. It's the sales rep really needs to adapt to this new normal. So adapting means they need to find a way to be successful without necessarily being right in front of the, um, the prospect or the customer. So that means that they have to learn new ways to manage their, their pitch and deliver their value statements so that they can, you know, when you're in person, 
you can pick up on cues from a prospect or from a customer as to how they're receiving the information that you're providing. But when you're on Zoom, sometimes that's more limiting and you have to be, or, or on Teams, you have to be um, a little bit, have a little bit different approach, perhaps maybe provide more justification for your value propositions in order to make sure that the customers receiving the information the way you want them to, since you can't really read their interpersonal cues. And Lucy, I think you referred sort of to this early in the show that this technology stuff, it, it's a different it's a different animal when you're dealing with people virtually than when you're dealing with them up close and personal. It, it's just different. I think, it, you know, it's like I was talking to a gentleman before. It's more difficult for older people than it is for younger people. Younger people are so used to dealing with the machines. They don't care. They don't even want, they, you know, they can go without seeing whoever they're talking to. Whereas uh, people that are a little more mature, really, we like the personal touch and that, that kind of stuff. So I think maybe, the, maybe I'm wrong, but I think it would be a lot easier to deal with a younger generation in this method that we're using now than the older folks, because I don't think we're as, uh, comfortable, if you will, with all this equipment and all the machines and all this kind of stuff. So what do you, what do you think, Shannon? Am I right? Shannon? Well, I would think that, that, um, while that what it really comes down to is your comfort level and, and your screen time and what you're used to in general. So what you might be referring to is that younger people spend more time looking at screens, typically their phones. Yes. And so they are very comfortable, you know, if something goes wrong, hit this button, do this. They're not afraid of that. Whereas people that spend less time doing using screens, whether it's on their phone or an iPad or a computer, um, don't have the same comfort level. And it can definitely be harder and more challenging. It's worthwhile for CEOs that um, have people of all ages in their organization to make sure everybody is well-trained and comfortable using um, Zoom or Teams, whatever solution they choose to use in their company. Um, You don't want an employee to have to worry about the technical aspect of connecting on Zoom. So you want them to be able to be comfortable and be themselves in the conversation. So you need to do some training and make sure that, that they feel comfortable and can execute that properly. Okay. Our guest, once again, ladies and gentlemen, is Shannon Munez, and she is the president and owner-operator of Strategic Sales Management Group. That's strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com, strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And, you know, you know, sales folks oftentimes use sales tools, displays, and things of that nature, correct? Oh, absolutely. Um, and now how, frequent- how does that change with all of this, if you please? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and that's an area where a lot of people can learn from from the sales side of it. For many years, sales has been using tools like PowerPoint to do presentations, Whereas, you know, in the past, if you're in the office and everyone's in front of you, you might be using a whiteboard to present the same time type of information or even an overhead. And now you don't have those options because there's no one sitting in front of you. So you have to use technology to be able to convey your presentation, which means you might need to put a little bit more planning and preparation into that presentation. And 
um, putting together a PowerPoint that you can pull up on the Zoom screen and show to the other people that are, are joined into your call is a real easy way to execute a good presentation. And you also even have to take into consideration things like the backdrop you have. I mean, obviously, salespeople take, you know, their their appearance is a big part of it. Now you have to consider the appearance behind you, too, right? Absolutely. I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely right, Chris. This was a big thing. I think if we rewound back to beginning of March when everyone was starting to use Zoom and people really hadn't thought through what people could see behind them on Zoom, um, if they had, you know, paid attention to it before they actually got on the camera, they they probably would have made some changes because I know I I saw some people that were, you know, had backgrounds that really weren't appropriate for business. And you want to make sure that that's clear to your employees, possibly even added as a policy in your company that, for example, people are sitting up either at a desk or at a table and that the background behind them, it can be a plain blank wall. It doesn't have to be decorated like an office, but you want to make sure that it's appropriate and that it looks as professional as possible so that it's conveying the image that you would want them to convey. Um, It's a reflection on your company. So it's really important to have this discussion with your employees and make sure that they all understand um, you know, what's appropriate. And again, possibly even make this a, a corporate policy as far as what your backdrop is. There are a lot of offerings right now. You can go out and download a lot of different backdrops. And I've seen some fun ones with, you know, palm trees and beaches. And I always wish I was there when I see them. But um, keep in mind, is that is that the image that you want to portray and you want your company to portray? So um, have that conversation with your employees, definitely. And also, I would think... Uh, maybe the dress code uh, also, because, you know, you don't want the, you're at home and you don't want some guy that's going to pitch you something in pajamas or, you know, running suit or whatever. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. And, and perhaps no interruptions. Make sure that kids aren't screaming and yelling nearby, I would think. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's definitely a change. Yeah, it is. It's a big change, Lucy. You're right. And um, it's it's one of those things that before this, when um, only really salespeople were using Zoom and Teams, if you heard a dog bark in the background, for example, that was considered extremely inappropriate. And, you know, it was really a negative reflection on the presenter, on the sales rep that that happened. Um, now that particular piece I think has loosened up a little bit because, um, people, everyone knows everyone's working from home. And, um, while you control as much as you can, sometimes there are things that happen and it just depends how you handle them. You don't want them happening on every call or that's clearly a problem. But, um, I think it's a little bit more accepted than it used to be when, when um, some things happen. I mean, we've all seen the newscasters on where their child came in the room behind them. And of course they didn't expect that to happen, but we're all working from home and sometimes things do happen. So um, with regards to um, attire, you know, it's not difficult to, to make sure that you're at least dressed professionally for what's being seen on the screen. Um, you can have your pajama pants on, no one sees that, but the, you need to make sure that what people can see is a good reflection, again, of your company and of yourself. 
And just don't forget. And uh, oh, let me step over here and pick this up. And, <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we're going to have to take another break. And once again, our guest today, Shannon Munez and strategic sales management group.com is her website, strategic sales management group.com. You can also visit salesacceleration.com and find out more about fractional sales and the like. Salesacceleration.com. And while you're at it, please, once again, sign up for the SCORE newsletter at orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. And please do follow and like SCORE on Facebook. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And if you would like to set up or talk to a mentor, give them a call, 407-420-4844 for SCORE, 407-420-4844. Four four gets you the great folks at Score. All right, we will take a break and come right back with more of what's the score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Christopher Hart here, along with Lucy Polito of Score, and our guest today, Shannon Munez of Strategic Sales Management Group. That's strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. By the way, you can call Shannon at 321-229-8910. That's 321-229-8910. But before we get back to the conversation, I'd just like to remind you that people are still listening to the radio now more than ever, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And so you can take advantage of that by beginning the sales process with an advertisement on radio or perhaps maybe having your own radio show like this one right here. The man to talk to is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. Great stations here, great signals, really powerful AM and FM. He's the man to talk to. He'll explain to you how efficiently and inexpensively he can get your message to a mass audience and he can do it today give him a call 407-618-1760 he can uh, they'll take it and produce it they'll do everything for you maybe use your own voice if you like or of course all the great professionals here at the station but the main thing is they can get your message into lots of people's ears and they also have with salem surround a great uh, online and social media presence and sales team as well so Give him a call at 407-618-1760. That's Bill Files. Shannon, we were talking about how things are different with everything being done virtually and everything. And so far, it's actually worked pretty smoothly. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. I think it's gone much more smoothly than most people had anticipated. There was a lot of panic initially about how am I going to do business and what am I going to do? How am I going to reach my clients? And I think people have adjusted really well. Um, you know, you hear the word pivot a lot. Have, you know, you're going to have to pivot in your business to make sure that you're, you know, meeting, doing business the way you need to do business to be successful in this new normal. And um, most people have done that very well. And that's the reason that you're going to continue to see people using the virtual options going forward. Now, I think a great example. I was going to say, Lucy has a question. Uh, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry, yeah. Lucy. Go ahead. Yeah. A, a, a great example of that is um, Score, because you know the re- people in Score, for the most part, not everybody, but a good percentage of the people there are retirees and and people who are not used to this kind of thing. 
And then from one day to the other, all of a sudden, we're in all of this automation. And for us, that is uh, definitely a change. Uh, And we've managed very well. And personally, I didn't think we were going to be as busy as we have been. So it's amazing. I mean, a few months ago, if you told me what, I didn't even know what Zoom was. Okay. And so when they say, well, we're going to do this by Zoom. And I thought, holy cow, I don't know what the heck that is. What is that? And how do we do that? And it, it turns out to be very simple. Uh, and now I'm beginning to enjoy it. Although I will admit, I'd like the person-to-person stuff better. But it's this is not so bad. So people do get used to things. You know, we're all we're animals. We get we can be trained. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, would you like to respond to that? Oh, no, I agree with Lucy. I think people have adjusted and and regardless of their age, everybody adjusts at different speeds, certainly. But I think it's caught on. And I think, again, you're going to continue to see people using Zoom and other virtual solutions going forward. So now one thing we haven't experienced yet is a power outage, (laughs) which could throw a monkey wrench into things. But all in all, these are things that will now just be seen as part of the course of doing business. In other words, it won't be seen as something that will prevent or change what seems to be the new direction here. Correct. Um, For example, if we had a hurricane, and unfortunately we've all been through that and and probably suffered days, I know I have um, without power. Um, One thing that uh, is nice is that, you know, you can run Zoom and some of these solutions on your cell phone. So if, in fact, your cell phone stays charged, perhaps charging it in your car, um, you're still actually able to have Zoom meetings without having power. All right. Once again, our guest today, Shannon Munez, Strategic Sales Management Group, is her business, strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com is the website. And her phone number, 321 321-229-8910. And the the idea of having a fractional salesperson, I want to kind of get back to this for a moment, is to have someone like you come in and help streamline the sales department. Is that is that we am I am I on, am I stri- am I right so far? <laughs> is that right so far? You are okay. You are Chris. Uh, okay, but now that also involves you discovering some things that in a business like. You said some people are natural-born salespeople, some people are not. Um, and sometimes you have to deal with an awkward situation, I would think. Oh, absolutely, um, especially if it's a small company. And sometimes we'll find um, that you know the owner has family members that are working in sales, and those people may not be producing or really working as hard as other sales reps, and it creates animosity. Um, we also see situations where... Sometimes that person believes that they should be running the sales team because they're family. And it's difficult for the owner of the company to to deal with that because it's a relative. And so by bringing in a consultant, it allows the owner to sort of step back and say, well, you know, this is an objective person that understands sales and has extensive sales leadership is going to come in and and make some hard decisions that I'm going to support this person. Um, that's one way to get changes made in your company that might be uncomfortable for the CEO to do on their own. 
And that's one of the advantages of having someone like you come in and do an assessment. Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually offer an assessment that um, can be done online, takes about 15, 20 minutes for companies. And um, it's there's a small fee for that, but it really analyzes the different aspects of sales in their company and gives them um, I provide back a report that shows them areas they need to focus on in order to improve their sales infrastructure. All right. Lucy has a question. Well, it's more a comment, I guess. And maybe you may or may not agree with me, but I think that in my experience anyway, a lot of people who start a business, many of them have a product or some sort of product or invention service that they've actually come up with. And they know how to say it's a product. They know how to manufacture that product, how to get it done. But sometimes they don't know how to sell it. And it would seem to me that that's where you would come in perfectly because I could be the inventor of whatever equipment or something, but I really don't know how to sell it because I'm the mastermind behind the product, but I'm not the seller. So I think that's a service that you would be probably very able to do and make my company grow. Would that be appropriate for for a new person in the business world that's going to own a a service that they may not know how to? And that's a problem. You you can have the greatest invention. If you don't know how to sell it, what good is that? Lucy, that's exactly what I do. Um, Often the the CEO was the first salesperson because they created the product or the service and they began selling it on their own. And even after they've grown their company and maybe even added salespeople, they're usually still fairly involved with sales on a regular basis. And if they want to grow the company, they need to be able to step away from sales and focus on CEO activities. And that's when a fractional VP of sales is a perfect solution for them. Okay. And once again, if you would like to contact Shannon and set up a meeting or do that assessment, you said the assessment they can do online. Did I understand you right? Um, No, but they can um, either call me or email me and I'd be happy to to get that to them. Okay. All right. So you can call Shannon at 321-229-8910. That's 321-229-8910. 8910 and her website is com. that's strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com you can contact her there as well and uh, you can also visit salesacceleration.com at salesacceleration.com and that uh, is more explanatory as to what fractional sales and that sort of thing is correct that's correct oops Okay. And uh, don't forget while you're doing all that stuff to go to Orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there, Orlando.score.org. And we just have a couple of minutes left, but what what do you think uh, would be the the next thing that you might want to, you know, in in terms of the virtual thing, what, what, is there something that, that if you do it now, you'll have a better edge or just give me a, a, is there a quick tip of something that, that might give somebody a, a little edge out there? Um, what I would say is really spend some of this time. I know, I know there's been some time during this quarantine and with people working remotely, spend some time with your sales reps and your employees, making sure that, what you want conveyed about your company and your brand is what's being conveyed over these um, Zoom meetings. So um, 
you know, maybe condense your value proposition, make sure that your value proposition is very clear to them and they can quickly recite it. Um, Zoom meetings aren't seeming to take quite as long as previous sales meetings or, or other types of meetings. So you want to make sure that you're able to get your point across very effectively and efficiently. So you use the time well. And again, think about your branding. As a CEO, you want to make sure that everything that's being done on Zoom, whether it's the background or the attire or the way the person's um, conducting the meeting, that that's all a reflection on your company. And you want to make sure that you have control over that. Great advice. And you timed it out perfect because we're just about to wrap it up today. So, Shannon, thanks for being on with us. And it sounds like you're really on to something good here because you're always on the cutting edge, right, with sales. Yes, Absolutely. Thank you, Chris, for having me. All right. You're quite welcome. And once again, Shannon Munez, you can reach her at 321-229-8910. That's 321-229-8910. Or go to strategicsalesmanagementgroup.com. And don't forget orlando.score.org and sign up for the newsletter. And please like Rich on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. He's so disappointed when you don't. In the meantime, that's going to do it for this week's edition of What's the Score?